Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Here is a message about the cigarette controversy from the Tobacco Institute. Despite years of research, scientists continue to disagree about the alleged hazards of cigarette smoking. Whatever conclusions have been drawn thus far are largely the result of statistics, not clinical or scientific proof. Obviously, much more research is needed. The tobacco industry has granted millions for independent scientific study and will continue its support so that we may replace controversy with facts. We're back in the saddle again with Cowboy Killers on the Rogue Media Network. It's your boy. It's your host, Harry Slime. As always, I'm joined with our good buddy, Ron. What's up? My name is the Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati. (laughs) I like that. Well, thank you to refer to me as such. Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati. You know, I, I really like that because this is a very specific reference, but back in the days of like Hustler and like Penthouse, they used to have what was called the Penthouse Forum section. And it was all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and like that name sounds like a guy that would like write in and talk about banging milfs at like a grocery store or something like. Yeah, dude, I just I, I'm watching this documentary on Hulu about a guy who owns the world's only museum. It's over in uh, Iceland, I believe, or Finland, something like that. Uh, and he's pissed because he basically has every species except for human. He's got a couple of people who are willing to donate. One of them is like this famous guy from Iceland who's really fit. He did like some exploration in the mountains out there or something. But that's what kicked it off. But he is more famous for the fact that he has just like basically fucked every woman in Iceland and every woman that has come through Iceland. He's literally super <laughs> famous for getting pussy in Iceland. <laughs> wow. What, what a like resume to have to just be mm-hmm. like, oh, what did you do? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> He's, he has a notebook of every time that he wrote down every time he had sex with a new woman. There's like hundreds in there or some shit. Oh, Mike, you know, that kind of yeah. reminds me. I'm sure you've probably heard of uh, Gene Simmons conquest book. Oh, yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I guess like he lets people he's friends with, like, come over and check out the book, which is. Man, that's got to be a weird hang for just Gene Simmons to be like, hey, let me show you this scrapbook I have. <laughs> I, have a friend, I have a friend in Cincinnati uh, whose mother slept with Gene Simmons. Or yeah, no, it was, it was her mother who slept with Gene Simmons. And it was around the same time that she was born. And I was like, is there any chance? Like, is there literally any chance? And she said, you know what? I would lie to myself and maybe possibly believe it. But she's like, I look so dead on my father. So just no. <laughs> Damn. If only. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the other guy who wanted to donate his penis was an American who literally was like, he had dreams of his penis being displayed in a museum in his childhood. He was like, no, I'll chop it off right now and give it to you and he got an american (laughs) flag like tattooed on the head of his dick and everything so that's the most terrifying person that i've ever seen in my entire life but anyway that's yeah 
that's wild. That is wild. Yeah. Jesus. It, it reminds me, I had a buddy who, I'm not sure if it's a museum or a bar, but he went to the place where they have Rasputin's dick pickled in a jar. And Oh, I think I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, what a vibe to just like be, hang- especially if it's a bar, if you're just like doing shots of whiskey, and you just turn over and there's just a big nine inches <laughs> right now, like yeah, right yeah. in there mixed amongst the liquor bottles. <laughs> like, you got to eat next to it. Yeah. 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 Getting some jalapeno poppers next to fucking Rasputin's dick. Yeah, yeah. So, my dude, you were telling me off air we got into it a little bit, but we could dive deep now that we're on the pod. Tell me, what's what's this whole story with the Greyhound? I, I hear you had an unpleasant experience. I did. And you know what? Here's the craziest part. Living in Chicago and doing comedy in the Midwest, I, like, abused the Greyhound and the Megabus, but the Greyhound a lot. I mean, I used it a ton. I used the Greyhound so much, and I've never had any issues with it ever. And then in this town, I never even had any like anything crazy happen or like crazy. It's all been fine. But this time around, I go down. I'm doing shows in the Midwest. I'm here in Cincinnati for a minute. And I go down to go to Chicago and I get to the station in the lady behind the counter is like yeah you got to call customer service because your ticket is like here but it's not here it was literally it was just like a technical error i called them it was like it was a technical error it just glitched out the ticket isn't there we'll get you on the next bus because that one's full and the next bus just didn't work so i was like can you just like refund me and i'll bite the bullet and buy a plane ticket so i did that and that was fine and then i go to come back to cincinnati first off i've at any greyhound station ever is i i I am the only person to ever be at a Greyhound station who doesn't look like they have a stomach that's like actively trying to escape their body. If that makes any sense. <laughs> Everybody, every Greyhound station. There was literal human shit on the men's bathroom floor at the Greyhound Whoa. in Chicago. Yeah. Damn. Like right, That's half, grody. Half the, stalls, half the stalls didn't even have doors. I don't oh, know Lord. what happened. I don't know what happened. I mean, God, I used to go down there all the time. And it was, I mean, it was a Greyhound station. It's not a fucking five-star hotel, but it was fine. I don't know what yeah. happened. And then I get to Indianapolis because I have to transfer from Indianapolis down to Dayton and then Dayton down to Cincinnati. That bus was supposed to leave at like 1.30 p.m. I get there. I'm standing in line at 1 p.m. to get a good spot on the bus. I stood there for like four hours in that line. And like Jesus. no bus coming and everybody at the station being like, yeah, yeah, we just, we have no idea. Like we have no idea. Like we just don't like, we don't know when it's coming or if it's coming. Like, we don't know. I overheard somebody there say that they, that, and this was at like two or 3 PM saying that they had been waiting for their bus since 8 PM the previous evening. Oh, they had fuck. been there at the Greyhound station. Yeah. For almost 24 hours. So at that point I knew I was like, okay, whenever this bus does come, I'm not getting my connection in Dayton down to Cincinnati. Like I have long missed that. The bus finally did come. Luckily, my girlfriend picked me up in Dayton because as I got to the Dayton station and got out, they said, yeah, if you were going to connect here to anywhere, you have to catch the next one up to Columbus to transfer down to Cincinnati. It was just a nightmare, like all around, like every, uh, again, never a bad experience, but this one was just horrible. Yeah, that, that is very unfortunate because, I mean, I've had some experience on Greyhound buses like my the first time that I went to California was on a Greyhound bus. I was 18 years From old. From Cincy? Uh, Springfield, Ohio. Oh, fuck. Still. Yeah, fuck. That's a ride. 
And like, dude, it was an experience and a half. I mean, two highlights from this trip. One is I was having a conversation with a guy because I, I mean, I, you know, you're on there for like three days. So you have nothing else to do. Yeah. yeah you always make a buddy or two. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 you start to talk and it's stuff. And I started to like talk to this guy and I can't remember the specifics of the speech that he gave, but it, I know that it was like in the realm where he was talking about anarchy and punk rock and like the concept of freedom against like, you know, the federal government and things like that. And, you know, he's just kind of going into that and I'll, Never forget, he wraps this up with a line where he just goes, yeah, man, that's why, I mean, if you look at it from an outside perspective, anarchy's technically a Republican concept. <laughs> so you so you just made friends with a libertarian on a pretty Greyhound much. bus. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. At 18 years old, my first Greyhound experience was just like, a Rand Paul guy dumping his politics into my ear. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you take the Greyhound, there's always some dude with three teeth who wants to be friends with you. Every, yep, I mean, yep. every time it's, I don't know. It's just why I mean, the mega bus doesn't run. The mega bus doesn't run in like half the cities anymore, which sucks. Cause that shit was awesome. Mega bus is great. It's like the Greyhound, but just for drugs. It's fantastic. Whoa. That's yeah. Is it like same kind of like, uh, like, is it, is it like a smaller bus or same size or? No, it's a big bus. It's dirt cheap. I mean, their whole thing was if you booked your ticket in early enough in advance, if you caught them the day that they put out those schedules, you could get a ticket for a dollar. And I did a nice handful of times, like coming from Cincinnati to Chicago or Chicago, wherever to do comedy. I got a dollar ticket like four or five times. It was just dirt cheap and it would run directly there. You know, you'd stop maybe at a gas station for, you know, 20 minutes or so, smoke break, but like it would take me directly there. It was dirt cheap and there's not even a station. It's literally a street corner. They pick you up on a street corner, <laughs> take you to Chicago for $2 with no questions asked. It was amazing. I loved it. And they don't run in like half the cities anymore. I don't know if COVID did that shit or ever, but yeah, don't ever, don't use the Greyhound if there's more than one transfer. I feel like that's a good rule of thumb. That's that's very fair, because I, I, I remember I did uh, I, I went from Springfield to Indianapolis, Indianapolis to Chicago, Chicago to uh, St. Louis, St. Louis to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City to Dallas, Dallas to Albuquerque, Albuquerque to Phoenix. And then we went up san diego hit la and then i ended up at uh san luis obispo so i saw all of like the southwest and stuff it was a beautiful trip i'll tell you that like, yeah it it was just you know long as fuck but as far it was very uh i i look back on it with like a lot of fond memories because it, it's to be 18 and to do that was bold and and uh it was very uh kerouac-esque i felt like yeah and, yeah like it was neat. There was one was, time. There was one time I had to. I was going to Chicago back from here, and I had to go up to Dayton to transfer to a bus to Chicago. And bus to Dayton was running late, and we didn't know what was going on and what was going to happen. Oh fuck, are we going to make this transfer? And then the spot where the bus is supposed to pull up in the station, just a white cargo van pulls up, and a guy hops out of it and comes up to our line and says, "All right, if you're going to Dayton, get in the van." And 
it's <laughs> it's why how many questions you won't ask when you're in a hurry to get somewhere yeah yeah you just nod and go along yeah no it was just somebody that that's some driver they'd hired out it's like just get these 10 people to dayton and yeah i did it <laughs> respect respect well my friend to kind of pivot off of uh you know uh bus talk and uh general uh transportation hedonism um mm-hmm. to a more i guess uh things that are cigarette oriented um i started doing because we uh, the previous episode we've been talking about like cigarette brands cigarette slogans and all of these different types of things so i decided to look up some great cigarette quotes quotes from famous people throughout history who have uh spoken some verse as uh, about the old uh siggies okay i'm gonna I'm going to share the screen here. Let me pull up the right tab. Yeah, here Smoking we go. Smoking is cool. Boom, boom. That's why I do, do it. I smoke in. It's cool. Boom, boom. That's why I smoke in today is all the rage. It's even cooler if you're underage. Hey, hey, say what? Say what? Ho, ho. <laughs> That's my favorite Will Smith song. That rules. That rules. All right. So the first is by some asshole named Fletcher Nebel. I don't know who this Niebel? guy is. What a fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. And his quote is a very nerdy. He's like, smoking is the leading cause of statistics. This feels you really very think, like... You know, you know he thought he did something with that. You know he <laughs> thought he was like, let me drop this little bomb on you. And it's like, that's no, shove him back in the fucking locker. Yeah, dude, this this line reeks like unfounded ego, like, you know what I mean? Where like somebody says it with bravado and is just like, no, that sucks, dude. Fuck you. This this dude just loves homework. That's the kind (laughs) of that's what I'm getting from this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he he really does. And and like he I, I mean, he in a way does kind of look like one of those like. I mean, he looks like a like a guy who's like vice president at like a plane manufacturing company in like the 1950s. Like he works for yeah. uh, Boeing or something like that. This is great. The, the title at the top of the page here, 25 great quotes on smoking, anti-smoking and electronic cigarettes. Did you go to vapequotes.com? It, pretty much. It's e-cigarette direct dot co dot uk because now i just imagine like some picture of a dude in, like a badass wolf shirt like hitting his vape and blowing it out and just underneath it it's like my family's in the cloud <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I fucks with that i fucks with that all right so the next one is uh winston churchill who's popped off with some quotes in his life winston churchill yeah he's got a mouth on him but winston churchill says my rule of life prescribed as absolutely sacred right smoking cigars and also the drinking of alcohol before after and if need be during all meals and in the intervals between them damn i wish he wasn't such a piece of shit Cause that rules. Yeah. I wish he wasn't he, like a, a war criminal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Like 
he he's very dudes rock esque, but he's mm-hmm. a terrible human being. Yeah, no, he was the blueprint <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll move on down. This next one is uh, by ce- pretty much like celebrated canceled film director Woody Allen. Um, mm-hmm. This one, remember, who is famous, famously great guy, never done anything wrong, uh, famous for being. Dude, well, and here's the thing that sucks about it. Everybody like canceled him. Fucking Annie Hall and Bananas are like two of like my favorite movies from like the 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah. Annie Hall rocks. It's so good, dude. Like, yeah. I don't even like what Manhattan is about, like the ideas he's trying to push in it. But even Manhattan are just like, Jesus Christ, that first that first 10 minutes with the Gershwin piece. Damn. Yeah. What is the way? What is this quote? Sorry, you started reading. Out. Remember, if you smoke after sex, you're doing it too fast. Okay. First off, this no, this is like same energy on the level of like shoving the first dude in the fucking locker. Yeah. Remember, if you smoke after sex, you're doing it too fast. What was he telling <laughs> jokes at his high school talent show? <laughs> oh yeah, because it, it does have that like hacky 60s late night television show monologue bit yeah. vibe to it it's it's fucked all right so yeah we're just in a whole realm of house assholes here um, yeah because mark twain i guess has got a couple of them um the first is giving up smoking is the easiest thing in the world i know because i've done it thousands of times again yeah i'm saying locker room on this one too yeah this is a this is is now your uncle's favorite joke he said this once and like dad's all across mid the midwest yeah dude like the, the three quotes right here that they have for mark twain are all perfect examples of why i don't like mark twain <laughs> like, yeah because the next one i make it a rule never to smoke while i'm sleeping oh what the fuck that just sounds, I don't know, You. that just sounds like something, a, a meme that your aunt would post to Facebook with like an emoji infographic of like the emoji pointing and laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's got 20,000 watermarks all over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the memes that like look as grainy as like the memes from like 2007 but they were made like yeah. six weeks ago <laughs> like, god mark twain what a fucking loser can you imagine if he would have known that like years after he died he'd just have like loser actual losers on a podcast just making fun of him <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude fuck that guy him yeah, and his that fuck- yeah fuck him and his weird ass books with his characters that we're not gonna mention that are weird as fuck yeah all right, so we'll move from Mark Twain. We'll go to Johnny Carson. I know a man who gave up smoking, drinking, sex, and rich food. He was healthy right up to the day he killed himself. Boomer moment. Boomer moment. <laughs> it really, all, all of these are. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> man, 
I have never felt less cool about smoking until reading these quotes. Yeah, honestly, now I kind of want to quit. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> they sucked all the fucking fun out of it. <laughs> okay. So, so legendary smoker Bill Hicks is next. And right. this is one of the greatest smokers of all time, by the way. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Uh and 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 I I will give him some credit. I'm also partial because I do like Bill Hicks, but these are definitely some like of his like bits that he's done. I'm not really a heavy smoker anymore. I only get through two lighters a day now. It's not a bad yeah. bit. I'll give him that. Uh, non-smokers die every day. Sleep tight. <laughs> now here's a here's a point that somebody made to me recently, and I think it's actually an interesting observation. And I don't. I can see how somebody might take it as an insult to him, but I don't think it is at all. Um, somebody once said to me that they don't know if they necessarily think Bill Hicks was a great comedian, but they think he's one of the best satirists to ever exist. I, I'd be very, very, very okay with that because yeah, I mean, he, he, he was, I honestly think that like if Bill had lived and like hadn't passed away, I think that he would have done something like Jon Stewart. And I think it would have been really good because yeah. I, I don't think he enjoyed touring and I don't think he enjoyed getting hate fucked by crowds and down South. I'm sure he loved playing Britain and, you know, making that theater money where he'd sell out and shit, but. Oh yeah. I, 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 for as good as he was at stand up. The thing with him with me is, man, he could have been one hell of a fucking television host, like a daily oh, yeah. show style, John Oliver style dude. He just set a new bar with that. You know what? Honestly, I could see that. But I, I weirdly enough, for some reason, I have this tinge in the back of my brain that thinks he would have gotten into film. Ooh, I'd be cool like, with that. Like like screenwriting and things like that. I, I could see that. I, I, I could definitely see that. I mean, yeah. his, his stuff is so like the Arizona Bay bit and things like that. It's so uh, imaginative and it's like actually idea. Like when you think about it, like I want like just the, the apocalyptic vision that he can kind of like portray with like a stand up comedy bit is, I mean, Jesus Christ, if you could put that in a script, holy cow. Yeah. Fucking rest in peace to a, a real one. Also, yeah, a, a point that I've talked about with some people, and I feel like I wanted to say this to you as a stand-up comic, and it seems like who is a fan of Hicks as well. He gets a lot of credit, you know, for his political philosophy stuff and his satire and things like that. But then he could also write like those really simple bits where it was like, yeah, my boss the other day told me Hicks why ain't you working? And I said, I, there ain't nothing to do. And he said, well, why don't you pretend you're working? And it, that little bit, like those kinds of bits he could like write were just so poppy and so yeah. just, just simple and very relatable. And I, and I don't think he gets enough credit for being able to just pull that out and just write something that's so mainstream and so accessible. Yeah. Oh yeah. And who's next up on the list? Big Bussy Barbara? 
big bussy Barbara. Big yeah. bussy Barbara. I tried to stop smoking cigarettes by telling myself I just didn't want to smoke, but I didn't believe myself. So, all right, we're only going to refer to her as Big Bussy Barbara. You guys have to figure <laughs> out her last name. I'm looking right at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and like her, her her quote is it comes off so like some of these quotes like at least people I, I mean poorly trying but at least trying to sound somewhat poetic this just kind of yeah. seems like somebody clipped something that she was like a random conversation she was having with just somebody and like just happened like you know what i mean yeah i tried to stop That's smoking cigarettes by telling myself i just didn't want to but i didn't believe myself I, god comedy used to be horrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude comedy it still is really actually i don't know what i'm saying it still is but... <laughs> yeah you're right it, it's still yeah, it's it's still it bad still sucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> what we're doing <laughs> all right so the last one i'll do on here is my favorite actually this one's from oscar wilde um and I think it actually kind of describes this perfectly. A cigarette is the perfect type of perfect pleasure. It is exquisite and it leaves one unsatisfied. What more can one want? Yeah. It's Damn. dead on. What a, bi- what a big dick, dude. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Fuck. That's pretty crazy. You know, I don't know why that makes me think of this. It kind of weirdly reminds me of it, but I just watched on Hulu there. There's a documentary about Nickelodeon. Uh, and it's just about like the early years and how it got formed and everything. And the weird way to like that point of like, it, it's amazing and it, but it does leave you unsatisfied. I've never thought about it like that, but it's so true. Just weird mm-hmm. little brilliant observations that kind of reminded me of a Nickelodeon uh, when they were talking about Nick Jr., which is for the preschoolers. They wanted like a flagship show. They wanted that big show that that, you know, airing segment had and somebody knew that all the game shows were very popular on nickelodeon they're like let's make a game show for preschoolers and they're like well how does that work how are you gonna make a premium and what they came up with was blues clues and they're like when you break it down and think about it blues clues is essentially a game show for three to five year olds because you get to sit there and they'll be like where's the clue and you get to interact and like play the game and i was like fuck uh... that's that's weirdly brilliant i never thought of it like that Whoa, that is cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Same with like Dorothy the Explorer and shit. Like they're essentially game shows for toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry. Sorry, Oscar Wilde, that that's what you're being related. Like, damn, Oscar Wilde rules. You ever watch Blues Clues? <laughs> Dude, I, I, I really, really like like the uh, the jump there. Like, dude, I mean. Honestly, the other day I was totally enjoying Robert Frost. And then I was like, fuck it. Let's put on the wiggles. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I used to legitimately I, I me and my friends would legitimately sit there and get high and watch Yo Gabba Gabba. That's 100 percent real. Yo Gabba Gabba. Isn't that the one where like. Is it the wiggles or Yo Gabba Gabba where the members are like ex indie rock band guys and they're like 
like it's like kind of they're like all like former musicians not hating on them they obviously have some success yes yeah, like, I, I think that's yo gabba gabba because yo gabba gabba would get all these like cool indie musicians to come in and like be guests and do performances on the show okay yeah 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 I, Cause like uh, Yo Gabba Gabba started as like maybe I'm wrong about this, but uh, Yo Gabba Gabba was like a public access thing in like Pacific Northwest, right? It might have been. I'm honestly not. I sure. don't know. I, that might be the Wiggles. I don't know. I might be yeah. mixing those two up. I don't and know. it was hosted by some dude who who was like an indie musician, like a fairly successful indie musician who did like acting too. It was Ben Gibbard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Death cap for Gabba. Yeah, dude. <laughs> now I'm just oh, trying fuck. to imagine what would be the coolest indie rock stars. Can you imagine if Jeff Rosenstock hosted Yo Gabba Gabba? Oh, dude, this is a fu- uh David Byrne, the guy from Silver Jews. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> oh fuck. There's gotta be a gold mine here. Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. There could never be pop punk Yo Gabba Gabba because you can't let those guys near the kids. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <no. laughs> yeah. Ska Gabba Gabba. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be like if like less than Jake took over fucking Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> yeah. What if Fat Mike from No FX hosted Yo Gabba Gabba? <laughs> death grips yeah mc ride gavin (laughs) (laughs) oh that's that fucking rules dude that's a fun ass bit yeah um all right well we'll pivot this and we'll head over to the celebrities who smoke and i'm only gonna pull up a couple of these because like there's okay a lot of them where it's just like who cares you know but uh I I did find it was kind of interesting. Elijah Wood puffing on a butt in New York City. It really oh hell yeah goes well with all those like Twitter photos you see of him riding like lime scooters. Now just yeah, imagine yeah. him with a marble in his mouth. I like that. He did. There's a picture of him riding around Austin on a lime scooter with a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Our boy yeah, yeah. out there, out there yeah. living like a cowboy killer king. That's our cowboy killer of the week. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, now yeah. this one I have to just because like he, he's so classy, but like I do really like the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio smokes like that. Apparently he vapes now. Yeah, 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 he does vape now, but uh, just to just to know that he's a part of the nicotine community. That's a solid yes. get. That's a solid. Oh, get. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, actors obviously, Charlie Sheen is in this. What, what were you saying, bud? Sorry. I saw actors love their smokes. Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Well, because like not generalizing, but I've heard like a lot of. I think it's like a big thing in creative communities with those a lot of like sober people and like puffing on butts is like a good sober. You're you're doing oh, yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. So. It, ma- it makes a lot of sense that, like, uh, you know, people would just be going to town on Siggy's on set. Yeah. But it sucks nowadays with, like, uh, you know, the regulations and stuff. I guess. I don't know. I just I was over at the studios in Brooklyn. And I mean, when I 
was in Chicago, they're really strict about like, you can only smoke in this part of the sound stages. And man, da, 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 da. I went to the ones in Brooklyn. Everybody just popping ciggies all over the place. So shout out to them. Oh, dude, that rules. D- sh- seriously. Sh- we're not going to dox their name because we don't want to get them in trouble, but they fucking <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, shout yeah, out to well, the lady who worked on the Marvelous Miss Maisel who had to walk me where I had to go like a kindergartner. <laughs> was she like a pa or like somebody like i get high up i i was literally they told me where to check in and i'd never been there and i'm looking i had five different people tell me five different answers and then i just like ended up wandering to like i get maybe the production offices or something for the marvelous miss mazel and i was like can you please help me and she's like okay and she like literally walked me over there like a kindergartner who was lost <laughs> at school <laughs> You heard it here first, man. Ron got to visit the uh, marvelous Miss Maisel stead. <laughs> <He's>, yeah, <laughs> got there by accident, but hell, that's, yeah, yeah, that's solid. That's solid. Um, yeah, no. Um, uh, Charlie Sheen on is obviously on this list. Like, why would Charlie Sheen smoke ciggies? Like, right. right. So I'm not even gonna go into that one. Yeah, smoking but, cigarettes uh, is the healthiest habit that Charlie Sheen has. It, it it really is. It really is. Now I started. I started uh, going through some more of these. Got some models. The one that I really like, Michael Fassbender, not only smokes, but hand rolls all of his ciggies. Carries a oh, pouch yeah. of tobacco with him. This is a big dick savage right here. And literally does you know who, have a big dick. You know who else hand rolls their cigs? Who? Johnny Depp. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Johnny Depp rolls his own cigarettes. Yeah. I could see that. He seems like the type that would carry like a pouch in like one of his little jackets. Yeah. Speaking of Michael Fassbender, I just rewatched Frank, which is an awesome movie. If nobody's seen that. That's. That's the movie where I've that the big headed dude is in a band. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I'm sorry for the very piss poor film description. <laughs> yeah. no, no. <laughs> it's a very good movie, though. It is. It is. It, that's a very solid flick. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Shout out to Fassbender for being a big dick savage that hand rolls his own ciggies that. Yes. Even more of a fan now. Even more of a fan. Now, um, I'm not like a massive Simon Cowell fan. Like, I, that's not like my guy yeah. or anything, but I, I'm not even a fan of his at all. It's just kind of a dick, really. But yeah, in reading this, um, he reportedly used to smoke up to 80 cigarettes per day. And then, holy in, shit, I know, right? And but then in 2016, <sighs> He cuts back for the sake of his young son. Uh, but what I love about this is later, like it goes like he's has been since spotted smoking again. And then like, I guess he had an interview with the mirror and he just straight up told him, he's like, yeah, I'll never be able to completely quit because life would be too boring, <laughs> which is Hell a yeah. fucking move. Dude. 80 packs. of So he would smoke four packs a day. Yeah. How is that physically possible? Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I I've definitely like, 
you get in like an argument with like, uh, you know, a significant other, or you're going through stress and I've chain smoked, like maybe like a half a pack or a pack of Siggy's and it fucking oh, sucks. Yeah. You, it, you yeah. have sinuses yeah. and you, you just feel like shit. I can't even imagine continuing that and getting it up to a point where I'm going through four packs a day. That's insane. Holy fuck. No. Wow, okay, man. never time. Change my mind. That's our cowboy killer of the week. Simon Cow. Yeah. Simon Cow. Simon Cow for sure. Um, all right. Let's see here. There's one more. Chris Evans? Chris Evans smokes? Chris, yeah. Chris Evans. I I he says he's not a smoker, but he's often been caught. He also bummed a cigarette off of someone during his GQ interview in 2000. You're a smoker, bud. You're just trying to hide oh, it because you're a corporate. Yeah. You're a dude who just doesn't buy his own. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking bum. <laughs> like, not, but he's a cigarette bummer. Like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that fucking guy. Like, because I, this is a very specific thing. Like, I mean, I'm sure ladies have it too, but like to hang out with dudes, especially when you get in like a group of like four or five, six dudes, there's always one guy who's just like, yeah, man, I, I don't smoke. It's not my thing. And then two pints and three hours later, it's like, dude, can I have a ciggy? Can I have a ciggy? Yeah. Like I, oh, yeah. I stopped fighting the urge, dude. I bought a pack of smokes. I'm back on the fucking wagon dog. Yeah. For business, for business purposes. Yeah, 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 no. So they're gotta, all gotta, offs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's like a nice uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, <laughs> Mel Gibson smokes. All right. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. Of course he does. Yeah, so you, there's there's some Katie solid. Perry, Mickey Hill. Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke, the king. Yeah. Damn, he looks so badass with a Siggy in his mouth. Yeah. And he looks like he's melting. <laughs> this, this lava has just hit a fucking Marlboro Red. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adele, Snooky. Oh, shit. One of the Ashley Olsen. Olsen. Oh, you. Oh, dude, both yeah. the Olsen smokes. Have you seen those? All, all the Olsen twins do these days is like design clothes and blast Siggy's. That's so hot. Yeah. Like, and, well, and, and according to this, Ashley Olsen is known to smoke Marlboro Res. Cowboy oh, killers. Cowboy killers. Yo, okay, never mind. We switch it up again. Ashley Olsen, Cowboy Killer of the Week. Fucking hell. Shout yeah. out. You are God. You're a fucking God, lady. You're a like, fucking queen, baby. Yeah, yeah, for real. Well, uh, I think we're over the 30. You want to do some plugs? We'll get out of here. Yeah, I guess we can do that. All right. Shout out to Ash Ashley Olson, Simon Cow, uh, and I forget who our other one was. We had three. Uh, it was the uh, Oscar Wilde. Oscar, Oscar Wilde. Wilde. All right. Shout out to our Cowboy Killers for the week. If you want any more from me, go to allmylinks.com slash an ervin stand-up comedy podcast social media all that good stuff check that out and you can check me out at allmylinks.com slash dirt foyer that's got my music my social media profiles all the podcasts that i do coney boys junkhead all the fun stuff there folks these two cowboy killers are out
Goodbye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.